What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. I'm Cindy Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. And this is a show where we explore our internet curiosities. Hey. Heyo. We're back with a video. <laughs> video component. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to audio, I guess this doesn't apply to you at all, but we're have we have it on video now uh you could watch it shut up keep going on youtube fortunately we don't have a custom url yet because the channel has to be 30 days old and it's not yet uh so just i guess google shut up keep going on youtube and um the only other episode that's going to be up there so far is liminal spaces uh but this one will add to the bunch uh yeah i don't know we just spend a lot of time i feel very exhausted right now we spent a lot of time setting this up so appreciate it appreciate <laughs> also should we like for spatial relationships sydney is here to me and kate is over here we can touch we're touching oh fingers God, right wow. now um but yeah That's i guess how up close and personal this podcast is we're up close and we're personal is simba in the shot um no yeah his body is oh. not his head though i guess we can kick things off so shut up keep going is the name of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I said it again. Um, but I'm excited about my topic this week. Did we say what the podcast is? Yeah. I'm like, my memory is like in one ear out the other. I feel that. I feel that for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely any, like I, life secrets that I need to remember. <laughs> I feel like it for me, it's less of like, oh, my memory's bad and more like my concentration has been really bad lately. So apologies in advance. Um, yeah. but my topic is Walt Disney. Okay. And the conspiracy on whether or not he froze his corpse. Good topic. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So if you didn't know uh, Walt Disney, there's a whole like urban legend out there that he froze his body so that it could be resuscitated and like resurrected, I guess, when the technology is there in the future. However, his family and the Walt Disney Company has vehemently denied such accusations. And I'm just going to say, we already know, I love a good conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. I love to live in a world where everything is not as it seems, because I think that there is too much money and too much power out there for everything to be face value. Just my opinion. <laughs> um, and basically, in this conspiracy, I just don't believe, I don't believe any of it, because the family and everyone's like, no, he's not frozen. Wait, so you believe that he's frozen? I think he's frozen. Oh, 100%. It's like, he, I feel like he's, everyone's just like, no, he's not frozen. It's like, literally, Disney, you own everything. Of course, you're going to say it's not yeah. frozen because you probably control everything that's saying that it's not frozen. Like, you have too much money, again, too yeah. much money and too much power Listen. to be able to control the narrative. Um, but basically, so if you didn't know... Urban legend has it that Walt Disney's corpse was frozen in a cryonic chamber, which contains liquid nitrogen and is to be revived at a later date. So I actually didn't know the circumstances surrounding Walt Disney's death. Yeah. But he died at 65. Why? Which is like so young. He had cancer. Oh, oh what kind of cancer? Wait, lung cancer, okay. which I feel like made me feel better because I feel like I'm at the age where my parents are not 65, but they're coming up on their like late 50s. Yeah. And I'm like... 65 that's like really young like you should not be dying then well good thing our parents aren't smokers true my, our parents are not smokers however my grandfather is a huge smoker still yeah wow. to this day and he smokes like a pack a day since he was 16 how does he afford that money uh but yeah so he walt disney died 65 uh november 1966 he was diagnosed with lung cancer treated it with something called cobalt therapy and yeah, I looked, I tried to understand it. Basically, it just sounds like it's like they shoot cobalt into the area to try and reduce the size of What's the tumor. Cobalt? It's an element. Okay. I don't, that, that should tell, I don't really understand. Okay. But November 30th of that year, he didn't feel well. Wait, so I thought you said he died on November 19th. No, he died in September, or December. Oh, okay. Um, but no November 1966 was when he was diagnosed. I see. So November 30th didn't feel well, taken by ambulance. Have you ever been in an ambulance? No. Haven't either. What's up with that? They're expensive. They're really expensive. And what I am now learning is ambulances are like contracted by hospitals. So they're like actually like a third party. That's like, it's like paying like a really nice limo to take you to the hospital really fast. Instagram like comedy video guys he just has a video he's like oh you took an uber here i took a four thousand dollar ambulance 
<laughs> exactly, though. Um, but so he was taken by ambulance to a hospital. And can you tell the ambulance where to take you? Like, can I you don't be think like, you can, can you take, take it elsewhere? Here? Can you like take me over here instead? Like, can you take me to my mom's? No. No, can't do that. And on December 15th, unfortunately, 1966, he died of circulatory collapse caused by cancer. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not somebody who is afraid of death. I mean, I do get, I'm afraid of growing old, but I'm not afraid to die, if that makes sense. And when I read circulatory collapse, though, I was like, that sounds really, that sounds painful. What is that? I think it's where your lungs collapse. So you like suffocate. Don't love that. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Okay, so it was caused by his cancer. So allegedly, he was cremated and buried at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale. Allegedly. Uh, So where did the rumors begin? The National Spotlight Reporter. Oh, that does say spotlight. The National Spotlight Reporter or sorry, the National Spotlight, which is a tabloid, a reporter from that claims that he had snuck into St. Joseph's Hospital in Burbank, which was where Walt Disney was being treated. And as the rumor goes, he disguised himself, broke into his storage room and saw the deceased Disney suspended in a cryogenic metal cylinder. Dare his eyes deceive him. However, I mean, also when you think about tabloids and like how often they make up stories about celebrities, I mean, like he definitely made that up. Probably it's like, but, but I still believe he's frozen. But that's like the impetus of the uh, of the rumor. So in 1969, so three years after his death, the French magazine, I'm not French, guys. <laughs> Ici Paris was that good? Mm-hmm. Um. And later on, the National Tattler in the U.S. predicted Disney... <laughs> <The> National Tattler. <laughs> Disney uh, would be thawed out in 1975. Thawed out sounds so violent to me. <laughs> like, it just feels sounds so crude. Thawing. He's going to be thawed out like a piece of meat. Um, Why in 1975? I don't I I don't know. I To be honest, I probably could have looked into that more, but I was like, oh, whatever, okay. Did Disney have kids? Yeah, he has a daughter. He might have more, but I know he at least has a daughter. Is that Abigail Disney? I don't. I don't know her first name. Why? Oh no! I've, yeah, it is. Or no, she's related somehow. Well, I just met this woman name. named Abigail Disney, and I was like, "Oh, like Walt," and she was like, "Yes." <laughs> it's really weird to me that um, there's people walking around that like have last name Disney. Do you know what I mean? Because in my head, it's like such a corporation that be like having the last name like Best Buy. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's where is Disney come from as a name? What like what's its also, origin? Probably Europe. my theory is that it's Disney because I always thought their letter oh, looks, looks like, like a, a G. G. No, I know, but then I realized <laughs> my mom's her first letter is dina and she signs it looks very similar to a disney d why why the line in the middle hers doesn't have the line in the middle wait yes because that's the d mm-hmm. it it's has like essential. a line in the middle yeah it's no, essential no. to the, <laughs> the no letter. not that line <laughs> the the perpendicular line it looks like it doesn't matter I think it looks like a um, a baseball helmet for some reason. That's what I always imagine. No, but see, okay, so that line, I'm looking at it, the one that makes it look like a backwards G. Yeah. That's just the loop-de-loop from the back of the D. But why? It's, Is this supposed to look fancy? It looks messy it's art. to me. No, it's just handwriting. It looks like Disney. <laughs> okay, Kate. Make Disney Disney again. <laughs> Well, um, you could be, or we could, because we might be thawing him out sometime soon. Um, <laughs> he's going to wake up and he's like, it was Disney the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, there are also claims that his burial spot was a freezer under Pirates of the Caribbean ride oh, at Disneyland. Oh, I feel Disneyland, like I've heard that. Which is like really creepy, but also, okay, so I was playing this through my head, like, why didn't he just have himself buried at Disney, like mm-hmm. at Disneyland? And I get it, because I feel like that's like, tarnishes an image and some people might think it's creepy yeah but also i'm like kind of down 
Like, then he'd, like, haunt the grounds. Oh, no, I would 100% do that, and there's, like, no shame there. Yeah. You have a freaking, like, amazing theme park that everyone loves. I would definitely want to be a dead guy there. Right. I also, for some reason, thought that was the case, and everyone just was cool with it. So I kind of did, too, until I read that he was cremated and buried at... See no, no, <laughs> no at um in Glendale. Then somewhere. what's up with the Sleeping Beauty room? You can just stay there. What Sleeping Beauty room? There's a room in the castle at Disneyland that you can stay at, and I thought it had something to do. No, with Walt that's. I think that's Walt Disney World. No, it's Disneyland. No, it's not. I know someone that has done it. I don't think no, so. No, Walt Disney had an apartment, apartment on Main Street. The, no, the apartment is above Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. That's really expensive and you can stay there. And it has like a stained glass window. It's Beauty and the Beast. That's in the castle. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't swear think you're to right. God. Can you stay in yes, the you Disneyland can. castle? I think it's Disney World. You can stay in one, but I thought I could have sworn it was Disney World. Okay, so this everythingmouse.com says, how do you make a reservation at Disney's Cinderella Castle Suite in the Magic Kingdom? That is Disney World. Okay. You know how much time I spend at Disneyland. Yeah, but I really thought it. But you can stay at Walt Disney's apartment in Disneyland. Is Disneyland and Orlando cool? So that's interesting. I went actually right before the pandemic and I had only been there. The last time I'd been there, I was a kid. Like it was in, I was in like third grade and it is cool. But to me, it's interesting. It's like the same, my same, not issue, but my same thing with like Universal Studios or what's the other one? Magic Mountain or Knott's Berry Farm, where it just feels like a theme park to me. Like, it doesn't have that, like, magic. And I think what the magic is, is nostalgia. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Because, like, since I didn't grow up going to Walt Disney World, like, it's cool, but it doesn't feel, have that feeling. And I feel like part of it also is it's so big mm. that it feels a lot more like it's like, oh, I'm at a theme park, where I feel like Disneyland is, like, pretty cozy and small. And I know that's a lot of, like, criticism that some people have of it, but I feel like it being smaller feels like it's less of this like big commercial entity, even though obviously it is. And it feels more like it's like, Oh, like homey almost. Yeah. I have like really surreal memories of Disneyland in like both a good and bad way. Wait, give me like a bad way. No, it's, it's more of just like, like a guttural feeling of like remembering. Cause I used to go there like all the time when I was little, it Okay, we had a very good childhood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just don't, but like when you live close by Disneyland, you get like a discounted pass. Do you actually? Yeah, Southern California. Well, you used to. That's what we oh. had. My mom would just drop me off there because there's security and she like didn't have to babysit me. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I was in seventh grade, we started getting dropped off there. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, I just have so many memories of like being really tired. And like being at Disneyland when it's like getting kind of dark and like going on the haunted mansion and just feeling like very like surreal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know that I would use surreal to describe my experience, but I know what you're talking about. Like, but it's not negative. It just like is like. I don't think surreal is inherently negative. I'm just saying that like to me, surreal feels like it's like not real and it feels real to me. Oh, it doesn't. It feels it's like a nice unreality. Oh, that interesting. I enjoy. Huh. That's interesting. Well, I've already told on the podcast my weird experience and I don't know if I ate the cotton candy or not <laughs> or if it was a dream. And I swear it wasn't a dream. I think it was real. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, but anyways, so legend has it that this is like a random I don't know why I'm reading this. This is just like a random fun fact about Disney dying. Um, which is legend has it that Disney wrote one last note before being hospitalized prior to his death. The note was titled, quote, TV projects in production, ready for production or possible for escalation in story. And it listed four names, Ron Miller, Two Way Down Seller, Kurt Russell, and CIA Mobley or Mobley. I don't know. You might recognize Kurt Russell. Yeah. He's a famous man. Familiar. Um, and at the time he was 15 and Disney was a big fan and actually personally ensured that he got a studio contract. And so people 
liken the note to like Kurt Russell blowing up. Okay, yeah. Walt Disney kind of seems like a supernatural figure to me. Oh, totally. It was really, it actually was really interesting to like read that he like wrote a note and is like thinking about business things, even though obviously he did a lot of thinking about business things. Um, because it, it, he does seem like this like supernatural, like not really real thing. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, but so Disney archivist, archivist, um, Dave Smith found the note, thinks Disney was listing possible future projects for his franchise. That would be my guess too. Um, so Disney employees also do their part with this whole rumor thing. They continue to spread what PBS calls quote, false stories about Disney being frozen. Um, and some think that he read or heard of Robert C.W. Edinger's 1964 book, The Prospect of Immortality, which talked about cryonics. Uh, so Disney was obviously, if you know anything about Walt Disney, he was very into science fiction, looked forward to future advances in science, technology, and medicine, created Epcot in Walt Disney World, uh, which I didn't know stood for something. It's an acronym. Every person could open train travel. Mm, close, but no cigar. <laughs> It's actually experimental prototype community of tomorrow. My first memory is at Epcot. Your first memory ever? Yeah. <laughs> You're like very first memory. the one memory I can remember. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. What happened? I just went there. My dad's like company had a family trip there. Wait, my dad's company had a family trip there. Really? That was the only time the I went same as a dad. kid. <gasps> <laughs> We're sisters. It's crazy. Um, and I just remember... You know those, like, railings around lawns? Yeah. I was sitting at that, on that, and I looked at the ball. The, like, you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Epcot ball. It's literally my first memory. How old were you? Like, two. Oh, my gosh. So, you were, like, so young. My first memory is of me. We had these. I've told this on the podcast before. We had these plastic plates as kids. And they were really scratched up and we used to eat like grilled cheese and stuff on them. And we had like a red, blue and yellow one. And I was holding the red one and I was in my mom's hospital room and she had just given birth to Calvin. And I just like looked at her and I remember holding my dad's hand. Do you remember Calvin being born? I don't remember him being born, but that I, that is my first memory. And he was like there and it was the day he was born. Do you remember him as a baby? I have like glimpses of certain memories, but not like baby baby just because i'm the youngest child i've never oh, so thought about that i think my sister has memories of me as a baby which is very well weird. and your sister's a little bit older like your age difference is two and a half years oh so it's the same three and a half years oh okay calvin i feel like at three you <laughs> yeah you start to remember yeah where like i was two and a half so that's like really my only memory and then like i have a few other random ones as a kid but was disney hot do we think that's a good question. I feel like we should start asking that question for everybody. <laughs> Just be like, let's get it out of the way. Okay, I'm looking at oh, a photo. He co-founded the company with his brother. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't know more about him just because I don't know anything about him. That's so fascinating because I feel like he has such a hand in the entertainment industry. Like, don't ask questions. I mean, I don't know because like I feel like at the time, like he looks like he's like a handsome guy. Like I don't look at him and I'm like oh man what an uggo you know i think he's hot he looks like tom hiddleston but no, that he, he does not tom oh, hiddleston just gosh. looks like anyone from the 1940s to me no you don't think so no do you like tom okay hiddleston? i love tom hiddleston i never used to see it i didn't get it but I, sorry guys i'm recycling a lot of stories today <laughs> um one of my the first time i met him in person i was like whoa like literally blown away. Oh, yes, yes, I remember this. Like his eyes were like piercing and he just is such a gentleman and has such like a strong handshake. <laughs> that yeah. I was like, oh, wow, what a man. Hello. Like he knows how to shake a girl's hand Aww. and like just like looks you in the eye and asks you your name and repeats it back to you. And you're like, shit. So Tom Middleton has uttered the word Sydney. He said Sydney Goodman. Wow. Yeah. He's just, he's very charming and I think that goes a long way for him, but I don't know that he inherently, that I thought he was that 
attractive before. I'm going to send you this picture that I'm looking. Okay, so I sent you a picture of Walt Disney, and I do not think he is attractive based on this picture. But it could just be a bad photo. I think he's like a 6 out of 10. Don't you think? I feel like everybody looks like Hitler at that time. It's true. He has Caleb's haircut in this. I feel like I don't know. I think he's kind of hot. I see. I see. Okay, so I think where my hesitation is, my middle school vice principal has very similar vibes to Walt Disney, (laughs) and I do not feel he he's. I feel like he's like. I mean, he. I wasn't that close to him, so saying he was a father figure is like an exaggeration. But I feel like it's like kind of that sort of a thing. Like I don't think even if I thought Mr. Lewis was attractive, I don't think I could like reconcile that in my brain because that just like. Yeah. And so I think that's my mental block. I can't. That's fair. But I again, I don't think he's an uggo. Way in. Do you think old Disney's hot? Let us know. Send us an Instagram message. <laughs> we check him. We'll have to run a poll. <laughs> is uh, Walt Disney hot? <laughs> yeah, this is where things get suspicious. Uh-oh, Actually, uh-oh. this is the only thing that I seems suspicious. Um, so Disney's daughter, Diana. Oh, so her name's Diana. <laughs> Disney, um, Di- no, Diana, Diana Disney. Disney. That's a dumb name. <laughs> Diana Disney. There's something. Well, my name is Diana Disney. Diana Disney. I don't like the dot. Like it's the like Diana a hard. Disney. It's so such a hard first syllable. They probably did that on purpose though. They're like, that's cute. Diana Disney. I feel like I'd name her like. <laughs> I'm gonna say Dingleberry Disney. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but I wouldn't actually name her that. Dee Dee Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle Disney. She sounds like a like a sultry lady. Danette Disney. Danette's cute. Is that a real name? Yeah. Danette's cute. I just keep making up words like (laughs) say doodle bop. Um, I do have this like I really like. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I really like people who have ugly names and are really hot. No, one hundred percent. And so like. I really want to, I'm going to just, I'm putting my, I'm hoping our kids are hot and I just want to give them like really like kind of like messed up, not messed up names, oh but they're God. just like kind of ugly. You're like Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> well, I'll cross that off my list, I guess. Uh, no, like, but the thing is, I don't, I guess it's not ugly. I actually think they're very pretty names, but I feel like they're pointy. Like Petunia. I love the name Petunia. No, you can't name your kid that. <laughs> Penelope. I love Penelope's the name Penelope. cute. You cannot name your kid Petunia. I will intercept the, their birth records You'll like and do white like, it I out. object. <laughs> this can't happen. I don't think Alex would let me do Petunia. I think he does. <laughs> I just imagine like cabbage or something. Cabbage. <laughs> That's what I imagine. My parents had a pig named Petunia. Um, but yeah, so Diana wrote in 1972, quote, there is absolutely no truth that my father, Walt Disney, wished to be frozen. I doubt that my father had ever heard of cryonics, which seems suspicious. He's definitely heard of it. How if this is one of the most powerful men and he literally has designed a place that is called Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. You're telling me that this man doesn't know of something called cryonics? Come on. I don't believe it. So to me, I feel like I'm sure somebody asked her about it and like she didn't just randomly like hold a press conference. I was like, hey, everyone, I don't think my father knows what this is. But I feel like she could have just said there's no truth that he wished to be frozen. And left it at that. Like, why even say he's never even heard of it? That to me just feels like it's like... Yeah, it's like literally like like a child being like, no, I didn't do that. I didn't take the cookie right out of the jar. No, exactly. That's exactly... Like, it's a little like... Mm. Mm. Um, so there's also different myths. So mo- the myth that I saw the most was that his body is frozen. But then I also saw... And when I had been talking to people about this, they said that his head was only frozen, that he was decapitated, which I didn't find I that. I was really confused by it and I didn't really understand, but I, I couldn't find anything on the internet about it. So I looked into cryonics <laughs> Ooh, yay! Um, because I thought it was really interesting. And so when I was looking in, cause I, I thought it was called cryogenic. Yeah, same. And so I was like trying to look up cryonics to see, to make sure I was like 
understanding correctly and it wasn't just like a typo or something. So I found a first hit cryonics Institute cryonics.org for those of you who want to check it out yourself. Uh, there's actually a list of patients if they elected to be available stored at their facility that's on their website. Wait, like here's the people that are frozen. Yeah. And if you don't elect for your name to be there, it just says the year that it was stored and the ID number. So like Rhea Ettinger, Elaine Ettinger, Walter Runkle, John F. Kurt. Is the thinking really that you'll be unfrozen? Yeah. And that they'll they'll be be able to resuscitate you. Or that there's like technology to like, I see, go into your brain or stuff. Um, Mm. You can't hide your yawns anymore. There's a (laughs) there's a camera in front of you. (laughs) Sorry. And so people have been frozen as recently as 2018. I would think more so recently. I mean, maybe maybe they haven't updated their. When did they start freezing people? It looks like the first ID number one is 1977. How would the skin not like chip off? Like I feel like we're we're Frankensteining this a little bit, right? Maybe, but also to be noted, this is patient one, Rhea Ettinger, I think is related to remember the 1964 book, The Prospect of Immortality that I talked about, Robert C. W. Ettinger. You don't remember I said it like five minutes ago? <laughs> I told you it's just I think that's somebody related to him so that was the book that oh. people were saying that they think Walt Disney had read or I been see. influenced by and so somebody related to him is stored here so I don't know if maybe he started this facility there's actually I looked into the membership there are two classes of cryonics institute memberships one is a lifetime member and you pay a one-time fee of $1,250 which I thought like that's like not that bad Wait, that's such a deal and you can arrange for cryopreservation at CI for $28,000 wait that's it yeah okay so I'm not gonna lie when I read this I was kind of like am I getting <laughs> cryogenically frozen <laughs> wait that can't be accurate numbers it's from their website that's so like such a deal. It's from their website. I feel like getting cremated is more expensive than that. I don't know how much being cremated is, but I know it's like dying is really expensive. And so the whole thing is that that's how much you can arrange. So I it said that you could either just like pay that or you could make CI the beneficiary of a life insurance policy and on their website when I read that I was like this seems like a scam. But on their website they like kind of outlined how people do it, which is Get ready. Lots of reading. Uh, In most basic terms, a member purchases a life insurance policy of a sufficient amount to cover their cryopreservation costs and additional expenses and names CI as the primary beneficiary. Upon your deanimation, that's another one we can add to kick the bucket. Hey, that's why Disney was frozen. Deanimation. This is it. Why would they say that? He was the animator. That's a big wink to everybody. Um, CI will have access to those funds to pay for your suspension and perpetual maintenance. Essentially, your funded policy becomes an IOU to be paid when you need to be placed in cryo- cryonic suspension at CI. Therefore, it's critical to ensure the policy is of sufficient value to cover all of your costs and ass- especially to make certain that the policy doesn't lapse. Um, so you have to pay the annual premiums. Um, or there's also the annual or yearly member, which is a $75 initiation fee plus 120 yearly. And you can arrange for cryopreservation for 35000 I thought it was 1200 That's the cheap one? No. 1200 1200 is a one-time fee. Um, and then you can arrange for cryopreservation for 28000 Oh. You didn't okay. hear that? No, That's, I was Are you even it. paying attention today? 100% paying attention. I, I don't know. You've yawned like six times. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm tired. <laughs> I heard that as 2,800. And I was like, that's very oh, cheap. I think 28,000 for being cryo, like, No, that's preserved. like, that's a car. I feel like that's like reasonable. That's like a Prius. They made it sound like everyone who's doing this was like really rich and famous. And so I thought it'd be like a million dollars or no, something. No, saying That's what I was expecting. But 28,000, like... Start saving. So what led to this is that I saw a TikTok that claims Disney made the movie Frozen so that when people searched Disney Frozen or Walt Disney Frozen, the movie came up instead of the conspiracy. 
That's kind of dumb. <laughs> really? I thought it was like really smart. Yeah, but it's like it, it only stops you for like two minutes and then you can kind of just get past it. Right? I think it's more, though, for people that like maybe aren't sold on it or like accidentally stumbling just into like it. Casual. Yeah. I see. That's kind of smart, Because you do... The only Wait, way like, to, like, like look... Diane Disney did that to, like, get her off I don't know who tracks. did it, but somebody, yeah. Okay. Because, like, I had to be very specific in my wording when I was, like, looking this stuff up. Wow. Um, okay. And then lastly, I'm going to leave us with this because I thought it was really interesting. I don't know how often this is updated, and it doesn't have this date stamp of when this was made, but it is every company Disney owns. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um, here's a simpler list of companies Disney owns that aren't as obvious or don't sport Disney in the name. ABC has an 80% stake in ESPN, Touchstone Pictures, Marvel, Lucasfilm, A&E, 50% equity, the History Channel, which is 50%, Lifetime, 50%, I didn't realize they own Lifetime, Pixar, Hollywood Records, they have 10% stake in Vice Media, which was surprising. I feel like it's like pretty edgy for them. Yeah. Uh, core publishing. Don't know their situation. Um, as far as recognizable brands in film franchises, Star Wars, obviously the Muppets, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, print Disney princesses and princes. Okay. So this was made before the Fox acquisition. Cause it says they didn't own X-Men yet. Chronicles of Narnia franchise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pixar films, Winnie the Pooh, Indiana Jones, Grey's Anatomy, another popular ABC shows, um, companies, I feel I'm like just, I keep hearing things. Is it me breathing? Maybe. I'm like hyper-focusing on me breathing. Um, companies that Disney owns that we've never heard of. So Maker Studios, which was a production company for popular YouTube channels. It's no longer available. Uh, Steamboat Ventures, which is a venture capital company that invests in startups. For example, GoPro, Photobucket, a host of Chinese social media and gaming companies have relationships with Disney through Steamboat Ventures. Um, dozens of miscellaneous property companies, obviously, uh, international media networks like ATV, RTL2, RDS, Tele5, Kavidu, Earthstar Inc., which is the company for private jets to cart Disney executives around. Um, there's a management company called Synergy Group. So media companies that Disney does not own, Universal Studios. DreamWorks, oh. <laughs> um, HBO, Warner Brothers. I know we were all confused about that one. The CW, uh, DC Comics, How is AOL. Disney not a uh, monopoly? Well, especially now that they own Fox. So, okay. Oh, so they have something about the Disney-Fox merger. I guess it hadn't closed by the time this was done. Um, it says Disney buys Fox. There's a great risk of potential media monopolies. So they're going to own, they own now ESPN and Fox Sports. Whoa. I don't know. Is that true? Wait, was that part of it? Fox? Yeah. Where were you? I thought you worked (laughs) in media. I didn't know they owned Fox. They merged. When? In 2019. It was like huge. What? I know. I Do you? I don't. ABC and Fox News would be owned by the same company. I don't, I feel like, sorry, I guess look it up. But I feel like Fox News was not absorbed by Disney. But the rest of Fox, like 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Um, So Disney owns The Simpsons, American Horror Story, American Idol, Family Guy, Alien, Home Alone, Avatar, Deadpool, Independence Day. National Geographic, Hulu. That's so crazy. Yeah. But how I is mean, that not a corp? Uh, I think because things like Warner Brothers and like NBC Universal exist. Yeah, but it's like, that's the most of it. Yeah. How did they? It doesn't matter. I'll look into it separately. I just don't understand how they got so much money to do this, how they became like the top dog. Disney? I don't know how Disney became. I mean, the. Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like it's like their heyday in the 90s with all the animated movies. And then Pixar has like a lot of dividends. I guess they just slowly acquired like huge franchise. Like then when they bought Lucasfilm, it was Lucasfilm, kind of over for all the hoes. And then when they got Marvel, 
Oh, yeah. I think Marvel was kind of like, not the nail in the coffin, whatever the opposite of the nail in the coffin is. It kind of was, if you're sinister about it. If you're sinister about it, yeah. But if you're Disney, then it was the baked, freshly baked bread on. It was the icing on the cake. Icing on the cake, yeah. So Disney, that's the situation. So you definitely think he's frozen. I think he's frozen. So what do you think? I think I also want to believe that he's frozen, if that makes sense. You want him to come back? I mean, I don't really care if he comes back. I just like the idea of him freezing himself. So in a perfect situation, he would just be resuscitated and then just keep animating? (laughs) Animating like his job or as like a human? Like, I don't understand. No, when you You freeze lung cancer, it like disappears. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I think that that's why there's that side of the rumor where people think that he um, like was decapitated. And then the whole idea is that it's like you put the brain, the bot, like the brain and like kind of like your essence into. That's so creepy. Like onto a different body. It's just his head in a block of ice somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't want to work at that place. That sounds like really creepy. There's just like a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. That are just frozen. Yeah. I saw something really disturbing the other day, which I didn't know existed, is actual photos of Marilyn Monroe dead. Why wouldn't that exist? I just didn't think... Wasn't it considered like a crime? Yeah, I just didn't think they were public for some reason. Uh, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I guess like, I feel like that kind of stuff, like nothing stays private. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but like, also is it public because it's been so long and they have to release the records? No, it's cause like paparazzi, I think, mm. or so, someone broke into the police archives and uh. it was really disturbing. I don't recommend. How did she up. die again? Um, overdose. Yeah. But they think she was killed. Do they? They think Ooh, maybe that's killed. a topic. Ooh. Well, because they think that she was killed because she was sleeping with JFK and like knew too much. Probably. Speaking of JFK. <gasps> really? Well, let's talk about some presidents. Shall we? Let's set the precedents. For the presidents. Well, so I came across this story and I could not believe what I was reading. Okay. Because (laughs) all the presidents are related. If I like anything, it's showing how silly life is. Life is pretty silly. That's just like, we're all just kind of like pretending here. Oh, yeah. Um, And so I didn't know this happened. It's not a big story. But then it got me on a rabbit hole of like different president stories. So we're just going to hear about some presidents. Ooh, okay. set the precedent for the presidents. So I'm presents. George H.W. Bush. Okay. That's the older one, right? Yeah. Dad. W's dad. W for dad, of course. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, no, George W. Bush is the younger. George H for, H for hottie. For how old are you? <laughs> are you his dad? <laughs> how are you, dad? How (laughs) (laughs) he was president. I've heard that in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. And in 1992, he went on a 12 day trade oriented trip to Asia and Pacific to discuss America's post Cold War readjustment of economic relation and policies, which still I can't get over the fact that the Cold War like went on for that long. Right. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like when I try to like piece timelines together, it kind of makes my brain hurt because in my head, like George H.W. Bush was president like way before I was born. And but it like, it, was not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that with Reagan and like Reagan was just around the corner. Yeah. I feel like Reagan I mean, he was, was like earlier, but like around the corner. I feel like he was like president. I was on the, my... the corner for Reagan. Huh? Because it doesn't matter. Because, like, if someone's around the corner, it's like they're coming. Just around the riverbed. And I was coming for Reagan. I was coming for him. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? I forget. Just go. Okay, okay so George H.W. Bush um, was on... National te- television. Was on a tour through Asia. Okay. 
And what do presidents do all day? <laughs> like, so he was just going to Asia and just like touring it. And like meeting with people and being like, hello, I'm George H.W. You Bush. couldn't just make it a phone call? No, it's like the the pomp and circumstance, which is, again, why this makes me laugh. Okay, like, okay. Because this is just like so silly. So on January 8th, 1992, Bush played a doubles tennis match with U.S. ambassador to Japan, Michael Armacost, against the emperor of Japan, Akihito and his son, Crown Prince Narito. Nar, Naruto? Nar, Naruhito. Okay. I don't want to sound like I'm such an idiot, but I didn't know Japan still had an emperor. I didn't know that either. Did you know that? No. They still do. Interesting. That's actually... Okay, so that's how I somehow came across that and then that's how i got to this story okay rulers they're just like us they're playing tennis so he played tennis he had a cute tennis match with the emperor and his son and then him and the ambassador what if like you just they're annoying and you like don't want to hang out with I them think that's but the same thing with any like networking or like it's like i don't want co-workers where you're just guy. like oh my gosh you're so annoying i don't want to hang out with you and then you do you have to well let's just say the japanese Definitely were like, get this guy out of here. Because that evening, Bush attended a state event for 135 diplomats held at the Japanese prime minister's residence. Bush was scheduled to give remarks at the dinner, but he fainted in a chair between the second and third course. Okay. And then he vomited in the prime minister's lap. <laughs> oh my gosh, how embarrassing. <laughs> also though, do you think, I feel like in my head they're... Like, you have to, like, wine and dine people a lot, right? Do you yeah. think you gain a lot of weight during the presidency? You probably, like, don't actually eat, right? That's so upsetting. Let's ask Obama what his eating habits were as a president. <laughs> well, anyway, so, yeah, he threw, up, <laughs> he threw up in the prime minister's lap. And then First Lady Barbara Bush held a napkin to her husband's mouth until the, <laughs> the Secret Service came in and, like, cleaned him up. <laughs> And then wait, so he fainted and then was unconscious while they were while he was vomiting? No, I think he fainted, like he like lost consciousness for a second and then threw up. Okay. <laughs> and then I love this part. Um, while he was on the floor, Bush uh apparently his like personal physician was there, which I don't totally understand, but um he went on record saying, quote, roll me under the table until the dinner's over. <laughs> <laughs> and he um he just was like oh i just have the flu like don't worry and then um but also i'd be pissed okay can i just say something real fast i know that we're in the era of coronavirus so it's like don't be don't do things if you're sick you know but also like i hated it when people would come into the office and they were sick. and they'd be like i'm sick and i'm here like a chew a chew or whatever and you're like Stay home. Please Don't get leave. me sick. Like, I literally have no excuse to not be here. Like, leave. Yeah. I hate it when people no, do that. And, and, and they, they, like, think they're so, like, tough because they're working through being sick. It's like, no, actually, you just started a chain reaction where literally everyone in this office is going to end up being sick in the next, like, two or three weeks. Hopefully we got rid of that with, with this experience we've had. I hope so. I did not miss not being sick this year. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Like, I didn't get a cold. I didn't get flu. Nothing. I'm feeling great. Our immune great. system is probably just wrecked, though. Right. <laughs> We're just going to go Maybe out. we accidentally, though, eradicated all of those because everyone was staying inside. <laughs> the common cold is done. Um, Vicks, her NyQuil would never. <laughs> they have the cold in a vial <laughs> like, uh, and they're ready to like unleash it. it. Um, so anyways, yeah, so he threw up on the prime minister's lap and I just could not believe that. And then Barbara Bush was like, oh, like she tried to make, she went up and spoke instead of him and like tried to make a joke and said it was because of the tennis game, but the emperor and his son won the tennis game. So I don't really know how that joke landed. Maybe because he was just really upset that he lost. Like he was like a really sore loser is what she was saying. And so he had gotten so worked up that he just was like, what? Um, well, that's the whole story. So then, <laughs> um, just full credit. I just found these on Wikipedia. So they're not like super, like I didn't do research 
I just was like, I saw this and then on the bottom is like, see also. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so the next one was about President Carter. Okay. And he was fishing um, in his hometown of Plains, Georgia on April 20th, 1979. 420, baby. Ooh. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, Do you think he was? Definitely because of what happened. Ooh, okay, okay. So he was fishing um, alone in a flat bottom boat um, and his like staff and secret service were probably just watching. Isn't that so awkward? I was going to say, how alone was he? I feel like you're not allowed to be alone. Well, he was alone in this boat. Well, do you think you're always paranoid as like a president that you're going to be killed or assassinated? Definitely. I never thought about that. That sounds stressful. My friend took a like geology class, like a fun summer geology class. And Laura Bush took it and he said there was like secret service everywhere. And they just had followed her around. I would hate that. <sighs> yeah, it sounds that sounds stressful. Yeah. Cause that at least I feel like it's like if you're a celebrity, it also sounds really stressful. Cause yeah. you have like stalkers and stuff. But I feel like if you're like part of like leadership where like you could be like like people probably aren't following you because you're they're like such a big fan. Like maybe some people would like be like, oh my gosh, you're such a good president or whatever. But I feel like it's mostly probably like, oh, like people are trying to like assassinate. Like oh, the reason why time. people come and follow you is because they want to kill you. So other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the play? <laughs> um so he's <laughs> sorry. He's just having a good time. Jimmy's fishing. Um, but then all of a sudden he claims that a well, he did it has actually happened. A rabbit um was being chased by hounds and jumped in the water and swam towards my boat. And he says, When he almost got there, I splashed the water with a paddle. And that was the story. But when he got back, he was like, it was really weird. This rabbit was like chasing after me and everyone's like, like in the water, like it was swimming towards me and everyone's like, no, like that can't happen. But then someone got a picture of it. <laughs> it literally was like a demonic rabbit, <laughs> like out for blood, just like, tr- like treading water, trying to kill him. I don't believe it. No, there's a picture of it. Do you want me to show you? I don't know. Are we going to be stressed for the rabbit? No, the rabbit was probably rabid. Oh, poor guy. It just looks like a rabbit that's swimming. It has like red eyes. Rabbits have red eyes. I've never seen a rabbit swim though. It looks like any other animal swimming. Well, I'm sorry looks... that I'm like rather underwhelmed by this photo. Okay, well, I weigh in. I think it's very freaky. The thing is, is like apparently there's things called swamp rabbits. Did you know this? No. Um, this is from the White House photographer. He says... Uh, Wait, is he the one that took this picture? Yeah. Wait, so even when you're alone, there's like the Secret Service follows you and then a White House photographer? Yeah, I don't understand why he was taking pictures of him. So, yeah, the White House photographer said um, it was not just like an Easter bunny type rabbit. It was a... One of those big splayed footed things that we call swamp rabbits when I was growing up. And uh, to the people that saw it, it, they thought the animal looked berserk. And the president confessed to having limited experience with enraged rabbits. And he had not made a decision about what the rabbit's state of mind was. But what was obvious to most who saw the picture was that this <laughs> large wet animal made strange hissing no, I guess this is people that were there and made strange hissing noises and was gnashing its teeth and seemed intent upon climbing into the president's boat. <laughs> so he's about to get like the shit eaten out of him. Maybe you just rabbit. want to be friends. Could you imagine if we had a president that had kicked the bucket because it got <laughs> eaten by a rabbit? <laughs> by a rabbit. But then it just became this like big news story where everyone was like, bunny goes bugs, rabbit attacks president. And everyone was just talking about how this... And then no one saw the picture until Reagan's presidency. They finally (laughs) released the picture. Um, And then also, I didn't know this, Jimmy Carter had a UFO experience that he claims was real. I didn't know that either. So in in 1969, two years before he became the governor of Georgia, he was preparing to give a speech at like a club meeting you know, like a rotary club meeting and, um, 
around seven in the evening, he looked up and saw a strange object that was visible about 30 degrees above the horizon. He says, quote, there was 20 of us standing outside a little restaurant, I believe, a high school lunchroom, and a kind of green light appeared in the western sky. This was right after sundown. It got brighter and brighter, and then it eventually disappeared. It didn't have any solid substance to it. It was just very peculiar looking light. None of us could understand what it was. And then in 2005, he apparently remembered more <laughs> and says, there's this bright light in the sky. We all saw it. Then the light, it got closer and closer to us. Then it stopped. I don't know how far away, but it stopped beyond the pine trees. And then all of a sudden it changed color to blue. And then it changed to red, then back to white. And we were all trying to figure out what in the world it could be. And then it receded into the distance. And then Jumping back in time. So this happened in 1969. In 1973, when he was the governor of Georgia, he was asked to file a report of the sighting to the International UFO Bureau, which apparently is a thing in mm -hmm. Oklahoma. Did you know that? No. Um, but in general, this sighting is said to have a personal impact on Carter and his perception of UFOs. And in the 1976 election campaign, he told reporters that he would have a policy of openness to UFOs because of his experiences. Huh. Um, Interesting. I wonder, do you think he got abducted that night when he saw it and then we had our first alien president? Yeah, and then the rabbit was, like, related somehow. The rabbit knew it wasn't a human. He was like, he was like we gotta get rid of this guy. Maybe that's true. Who can say? Have you seen the picture of... Jimmy Carter with the Bidens. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, I'm obsessed with it. It's just like funny. Like, how did that even happen? I don't like, know. As the photographer, how did you let that happen? <laughs> I think it was a wide angle lens, oh, right? Oh, it absolutely was. It's just but so it's just like, funny. <laughs> well, moving on to Clinton. This, he has, I mean, he has a lot of stories, but one that I didn't know about was called Haircut Gate. Okay. And it was in... People thought he was hot, right? Yeah, people loved him. Oh. Do you, do people think Bill Clinton's hot? I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's hot. hot. No. But I feel like we also grew up after, like, Monica Lewinsky. So I feel yeah. like everyone, like, he had, like, a tainted image. Yeah. Who was the hottest president? Who or he? Who was? JFK. Maybe even Obama. It's an easy answer. Who's the one that got stuck in the bathtub? <laughs> Have you heard about that? No. There's a president. I just remember we had to watch all these like president videos in high school where you were just like, it was a biography and you'd watch them for each president. And one of them was that <laughs> one of the presidents was so fat that he got That's stuck into a name? bathtub and they had to pour oil all over him so they could <laughs> grease him out. <laughs> If that happened to me, I would not let anyone know or write about it, let alone put it in my <laughs> biography. I know. Wait, who do you think the hottest president is? Um, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. Who's the hottest president? Yeah, what does Google say? President of the United States in order of hotness. I think, like, JFK is just boring. Franklin like, Pierce. Obviously, he's, like, the hottest one. Just, like, kind of objectively. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel like he just has the best hair. Dude, Franklin Pierce is hot. Is he? Not yeah. my type. I like his hair. James K. Polk is too. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. I, I could see it. Ulysses S. Grant is hot. George W. Bush is on this? I don't think so. Really? I don't, I'm not going to like die on it on that hill, but I feel like he's not like atrocious. Like I wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, this he guy. Looks like, like Garrett to me. I've Ga always Garrett thought Gower. That, yeah. I've always thought Garrett Gower was good looking. <laughs> he looks like George W. Bush. So I really think that. I, I don't think they look completely identical, but I, th I could see they're built. They're like from the same cloth. I have to say, are you on hotteshead.com? Yeah, same. I have to say, I think that there's only like four of them because then it's just like other presidents and none of them are that hot to me. I feel like Ronald Reagan should be higher. Well, he was an actor. Yeah, exactly. But he was like, like good looking. He was 
Yeah, but I feel like you can, even if somebody's old, you can tell when their bones are good. But like, okay, number... Ronald Reagan, young. 11, Warren G. Harding. It's like, that guy's not hot. You okay, just, wait, look at young um, Ronald Reagan. No, photos. I know what young like, Ronald Reagan looks like. He's hot. He's hot. He is hot. He should be at the top of the list. I'm all in on Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. He he's a good-looking 70-year-old man. See also the Ronald Reagan scented candle. Okay. That's taking things a little too far for me. None of these people are hot and they just like had to put them on here. Like who? Harry Truman? Oh no. Uh William Taft. He was the one that got stuck in the bathtub. William Taft. Oh, he's not on this list. He didn't he make is. the cut. He's number 36. Oh. He's above Lyndon B. Johnson and Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but like Eisenhower? John Adams is number 44. I feel like he should be higher. <laughs> William Taft. He he looks like he would laugh about it, to be honest. John Adams got last. <laughs> yeah, they're like, John Adams is a fucking uggo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I don't know that I agree with this list, but we, I feel like none of our presidents are particularly, no, except for Ronald Reagan. I disagree. You don't think Ronald Reagan is hot? Who did I say was hot? Oh, the first one on here, which I totally agree. Franklin Pierce. Great name, by the way. It's my name. <laughs> he's not hot. Though. Franklin Pierce is definitely like no, a hot. No, he's not hot. Yeah. Franklin Pierce. I'm looking like for he's like a coffee shop hipster. That's why you think he's hot. Yeah, exactly. He's not my type. Even though Coffee Shop Hipster is my type. Honestly, 10 out of 10. 10 (laughs) out of 10? 9 out of 10. I don't want to give a president that much. Who knows what they've done. James K. Polk. Okay. Um, I didn't realize Ulysses S. Grant was hot. He definitely is. I didn't either. He has like big like... like a guy that goes to stagecoach energy yeah yeah i feel it i'm sorry you don't think barack obama is hot no i think he's hot it's just kind of boring it's like obviously he's hot i wanted i wanted like deep cuts that's why i'm like going really hard about um franklin pierce ronald reagan (laughs) we get it sydney you love ronald reagan (laughs) (laughs) he's like really hot yeah he was a like a cowboy i know well i didn't know he was a cowboy i knew he's an actor but i just i'm still can't walk back from the fact do you think george w bush is hot (laughs) i don't think he's hot i'm just saying i don't think he's like straight up uggo i mean none of them really can be because you're like a public figure that's not true i've seen several people on this list that i would (laughs) say are straight up uggos like richard nixon He's not a looker. (laughs) He is not a looker. But the thing is, I think there's something for everybody. Honestly, Herbert Hoover is kind of hot. Let me see. Hoover? Oh, Gerald Ford is so... Herbert Hoover looks like a sexual predator. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Yes, he absolutely does. He looks like somebody who would invite, like, young women to his room with promises. Gerald Ford looks like that. He looks like he has done a lot of things off the books. I would agree with that. <laughs> they have a link, though, to young Gerald Ford, and they're saying that he's really hot. I don't see it. He looks like he would make fun of me in high school. Oh, he looks like my bully, for sure. And he probably was a ton of people's bullies. Jimmy Carter looks like somebody who would sit next to the person that like is sitting alone in the, at the lunch table. Oh, what a nice boy. Like, okay, let me look it up. This is fun. We Wait, just I know what I'm going to get you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> young jimmy carter mini skirt oh, wow. <laughs> look how disturbing that is can we see this it's just his face on a skirt oh it's no $30. he fell oh is he okay wait you can get any president oh my god sydney i know what i'm getting the you for potential. your birthday i can't when did that... <laughs> look at that <laughs> That's young Why Ronald is- Reagan on a skirt. Why is the picture so distorted? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I'm like sweating. I'm definitely 
putting that on the image guide. Oh man. Okay. Well, it has good review. Sleep, sexy, and flattering. All this Jimmy Carter stuff is like about how every time he's like gone to the hospital, like this man has like been through a lot. (laughs) It's like he fell. The next picture is Jimmy Carter in hospital following brain procedure. He got attacked by a rabbit, a rabid rabbit. How come? Do you think Joe Biden has had um, Botox? He has his forehead looks very stiff to me. I bet. Oh, I think Joe's hot. Oh, yeah. What the heck? I forgot he's our president. He's so hot. He's like top three for me, for sure. Top three? Have you seen him young? Like, listen. Okay. Yeah. Young Joe Biden looks like a frat star. I'm surprised that you're into it. Only, like I said, he looks like a fratty frat boy. But I, he, I know him. <laughs> I don't know him, but he seems nice. You just got added to like a watch list. <laughs> I know him. I, before we move on, I have to read the caption of rank 39 hottest president, Lyndon B. Johnson, that says, if you have a crush on Lyndon B. Johnson, then you are going to love this photo of his gallbladder scar. <laughs> Is it hot? Not really. <laughs> so that's that's the end of that. Well, speaking of hot presidents that I don't think is hot, but some people do. Uh, Bill Clinton um, in 1993, when he was president, received a haircut by the celebrity stylist Christoph above or Air Force One while at LAX. And this was super a huge news story because people claimed that air traffic was delayed while two runways were shut down while he was getting his haircut on the tarmac. Honestly, I get it. (laughs) I know it's super annoying, but, um, that wasn't true. Oh, it wasn't true. Well, no, it happened and people called it quote, the most expensive haircut in history. But, um, Apparently, there's later investigations that revealed that only one airline was delayed, and it was only by two minutes. But conspiracies abound. Sounds like quite the hot conspiracy two-minute delay. <laughs> I wish I my flights were only delayed by two minutes. I, was like, I that's feel like that's like pretty not, good. That's not even a delay. That's on time. Yeah, like that's just how things work. Yeah. I feel like a delay is more than 10 minutes, right? Yes. So the last president story that I'll say um, is a more recent one with our boy Barack Obama. Barack. And I cannot believe this is a controversy. And this just is why it's, I just love it. Um, There was a Barack Obama tan suit controversy. Okay. Do you remember this? No. On August 28th, 2014, Barack Obama wore a tan suit while holding a live press conference about the increased U.S. military response against ISIS in Syria. And his appearance on television in a tan suit enraged people. (laughs) Okay. And led to a lot of criticism and media attention. And it was in the news for several days, just because he wore a tan suit. What was the issue? Um, The issue is that a light-colored suit is considered casual summer wear. I will say this was in August, so he's on theme. Okay. We're in the summer. And that by some uh, people, including Fox News, um, it was read as being too casual for a press conference on such a serious matter as the Islamic State. Um, And most people just attributed this to a slow news season. Do people care that? I mean, obviously people care that much, but like... People care. (laughs) The representative... Peter King of New York called Obama's wearing of the suit unpresidential and stated, quote, there's no way, I don't think, any of us can excuse what the president did yesterday. I mean, you have the world watching. I guess I just, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just don't. uh, Aren't there better things to do? (laughs) No. My my last word thing is, um, quote, the suit received mixed reviews from a fashion perspective. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um, and then um, they ha- in the next day's press conference, the sh- press secretary, Josh Ernest, said, Obama felt pretty good about his decision to wear the suit. 
And uh, Obama's designer, Joseph Aboud, said he looked great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, that's petty presidents for you. Petty presidents. I Which like is what that. I'm calling it. I like that. Petty presidents. Um, starting with George Bush throwing up on someone. Which I just love. Have you ever thrown up on anybody? Yeah. Have I? Yeah, I threw up on Frankie in middle school. Oh. Because I choked on something and then she hit me on the back. Thank you. Because I would have died. And then I just threw up all over her. I don't think I've, aside from like being a baby when you probably throw up on people, I don't think I've ever thrown up on anybody. Why do babies throw up so much? Maybe it's because they're so small. Oh, true. And so like their stomach and intestines are like really small. Lots of room for error. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that was this week's episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and I don't know, I just did a trudging sign. through uh, the hottest presidents. Uh, tune in next week for when we inevitably talk about how hot or not hot our topic uh protagonists are is, yeah we have to talk about that um don't forget we have a youtube channel now shut up keep going uh just google shut up keep going youtube or go on youtube and look it up it'll pop up i promise uh the liminal spaces episode is on there so you can always just like copy and paste the title for that um and uh new episodes every friday check out our image guide shut up keep going all one word if weigh in on weigh in the on hottest your thoughts. president is um pictures will be on there and yeah we'll see you next week Bye-bye. bye